Hey everybody, welcome to Positively Midwest. Um, I forgot what episode we're on, I think it's number 15. But anyway, surprise, I mixed up the music a little bit for our intro and our outro. It's still John Wayne in the Pain, but this is Babylon United, one of my favorite songs. And uh, anyway, I just wanted to surprise Catherine with that and everybody out there. So we're going to get some good reggae positive vibes going out there today and uh, kick off Positively Midwest in style, if you will. So I think I might just keep that rolling for a while. It's nice and uh, uplifting, and I like it me to reggae anyways, man. So introduce yourself. I'm Steve Jurens. <laughs> and I'm Catherine Jurens. And as we mentioned, welcome to Positively Midwest. What I'm hoping is episode number 15. And I can't believe we've already done 15 episodes of this uh, little show. So super duper. Yeah. It keeps flying by, and I keep thinking that one of these days you're going to be sick of me in here with you, but some reason you keep inviting me back. Well, we've got a thing going, so we just keep that going, and people are listening and enjoying it, and thank you, everybody, for continuing to do that. Um, you know, we're just a couple of podunk people living in a podunk town, positively Midwest, and... Uh, we're podunk? Well, I don't know. Maybe to, like, the New Yorkers or big, uh, big coast people or someone that lives in huge cities, but... Um, we are rural, more rural individuals from the from the Midwest, and uh, we're just doing it in our office. And uh, we got some echoing going on here and there, but the the audio has certainly gotten a lot better. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> I'm going to kick this off. I'm sorry. Um, Everybody is still de- dealing as we are looking at uh, April 14th as the date that we're recording this. It'll drop tomorrow, April 15th, but we're in the year 2020. And uh, people are still dealing with a lot of COVID, and uh, there's press conferences every day and updates every day, and now we're into you know the financial situation, and a lot of people are feeling financial strain. And thankfully, there are different programs for different people, depending on different situations. Um, So I'm not going to pretend like I know anything like that. But um, anyway, stimulus is coming. I don't know. I guess this is some record-breaking type of thing they're trying to do for the the economy, and they kind of expect you to go out and spend it and uh, stimulate the economy. Some people probably have to use those for bills and and whatnot. There's unemployment assistance and and things. So um, as I've been talking through through therapy lately, they um, people are you know one of the concerns is your financial situation, and um, especially if you're a single parent. And there there might be programs that you're on already, but you know if you got laid off, uh, you know, and you got to try to go through unemployment and stuff. I mean. Hopefully all, all that's working out for those people, and I'm I'm sure it is. But for those that aren't, there's I know there's help out there. Oh, I just found a hand sanitizer. Yeah, you're welcome. Cool. Um, and then, because that's a shortage, but it made made me start thinking of, of uh, you know, we're always talking about being positive and being as grateful as possible. And so I am grateful that I have a spouse and a partner that um, when, some, when if something gets too tough for me, for example, math this evening, I can call her in there. Um, we've always done a fairly good job at keeping each other in check. Um, 
maybe she's had to do that a little bit more to me over the years here and there, depending on the situation. But so I think at this time it's important to pay gratitude. Maybe you can take just a moment and pay gratitude to your partner if you have one, to your parents, if they help you out a lot, to your grandparents, uh, your siblings. Your bestie. Your best friend, um, your circle of people that do uplift you and encourage you for what you're doing in your life and uh, are um, genuinely just happy for you. Take a moment to be grateful for all that kind of stuff because there there always are people that have it tougher than what we have it. And, and uh, it, it's okay to feel bad. It's just... It's okay to feel little, emotion. Yeah. Just pay some gratitude. So... Um, been talking with some friends that that I know are struggling. You know, they're they're still going to work full time. They have children. Um, they don't have a partner helping them out or a spouse, if you will. And so um, the other parents not quite as helpful as they could be. So um, it just made me be be grateful for the situation that I'm in. So, um, but for those that are essential workers or able to still go to work. And then some of the daycares that have already closed and so that they might be struggling with some of that um, needing to take care of their children, having to still do schoolwork at night, things like that. I I have my hat off to all of you. Yes. um, I don't know. I mean, I have to do do with math and stuff a lot, but that's always been a difficult subject for me since I was younger. And I don't know. (sighs) Man. You know, you struggle with that situation and, you know, props to my teacher's friends. So this is not, you know, I always say leave your judgy pants in the dryer uh, when you listen to this stuff. So these aren't like opinions. It's just my perception of the world and and we talk about it and hope people want to hear about it. But anyways, it's, uh, that's not my strong suit and I have calculators and I've got a cell phone and who knows how the world's going to continue to develop with technology. But I mean, it is really important to learn the basics of math and Man, I went through some stuff with my daughter, and she's only in fourth grade, and I was like, what in the French toast? I don't I don't understand. And uh, so the teachers have to keep up with stuff all the time, and they got to teach these kids, and the kids don't know anything. At least I know a little bit of math, and I can somehow break it down sometimes. But, man, to form these little minds, they, they do that for, what, nine months a year? Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, a little over nine, and then they take their continued education over the summer yeah so maybe some of them are getting a vacation right now cool a lot of them aren't they're they're doing uh doing a lot of extra work and doing video chats and um i know around here they had a little parade for all the kids and the teachers drove through it with signs in their vehicles missing them and things like that and that's good for the children um i know we feel kind of bad for our oldest daughter uh, she'd be graduating sixth grade um, at the Catholic school that she goes to, and she was going to go on a big old trip. Um, maybe they'll still have that. I don't know. But uh, she doesn't get that experience, if you will. And then, golly, you start thinking about all the seniors, and I started thinking about how I had hair that was dyed that mat- pretty much matched my freaking gown. Oh, yeah, the bleach yellow. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was supposed to be yellow, but... That's what color it came out to be, and uh, our high school colors were blue and or blue and gold mm-hmm. technically, but it's kind of a yellow, and that's what it. That's what my hair looked like. So yeah, because I wore the blue gown and cap, and you had the yellow, and it did. We're gonna have to find that picture. I have it. 
And that's what you can upload with this as tomorrow's episode of us from our senior graduation. Yeah, well, go and, <laughs> go and check out the artwork then if we get that posted <laughs> up there. But, um, yeah, we could use that to to even put on the Facebook yeah, uh, post that it just dropped. Because for those of you that don't know us, we were already dating back then. We started dating our junior year of high school. So we went through graduation together and we actually moved in together a month after our high school graduation. So... Just a short 18 years ago. Well, if you made it to episode 15, you ain't know by now we're high school sweethearts, right? I mean, I, you never know where people are starting in or picking up or I don't know. Maybe that's why it's important that I continue to introduce myself every yes, episode. Just like please. we used to have this thing that she would tell me I'm supposed to sign uh, cards when I give cards. And I was <laughs> like, well, you know, like I could put my initial or put Steve or... You know, whatever, but I guess, you know, I get it. So maybe when I'm, you know, 85 years old and we find old cards and I got one, I'm like, oh, that's so funny. Who gave that to me? Oh, yeah, because you would give me a card with nothing. It was like, it was blank. You wouldn't write anything in it. Yeah, but but if it said it was to my wife, blah, 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 who's that going to come from? Yeah, but it's so impersonal not to add anything. I'm just saying that's not a a perfect example because (laughs) if I gave you a card, it said something about husband or wife. But if you got one from... You know, Randy Jenkins, and um, you op- you looked at it 30 years ago later in a box, and you're like, oh, who gave me this cool card? Oh, it was Randy Jenkins. Kind of like Yo your B. princess card from Timmy that we just found. Yeah. Who was his name in it? Yeah. See? That's how I knew. So, pr- princess card. Anyway, so... We have been uh, we're doing the best we can during the COVID, COVID, COVIDness, <laughs> COVIDness 19. Yellow, no editing. Ron Organic. Ron Organic podcast, Positively Midwest. We might be a little bit weird. <laughs> well, here, I mean, this is all natural. This is how it rolls and where it's at. It's 9.03 at night, and it comes out at 7.30 in the morning. Um, been having sales meetings via video in my home office, and so my theme has been too. <laughs> to put on a different hat every time that I <laughs> that I jump on there. So the first one was this old gray Frank Sinatra-esque uh, 50s type hat. I had it um, cranked down to the side a little, and everybody chuckled. And the last time I ran and grabbed my um, Dallas Cowboys um, hat, it's got, like, Rhodey's face, who is the mascot for the Dallas Cowboys, for you, those of you that don't know. But um, had his face on it with his own little cowboy hat on, that had a cowboy star on it. And then you put that on your head, and it's got little danglies on it, kind of like a stocking cap or whatever. Anyways. <laughs> I thought it was Rowdy. Yeah, it's Rowdy. <laughs> what did I say, Rowdy? Yeah. It's because of this little f- fly in here. Yeah. It's spring. The gnats are out. Um. Anyways, so <laughs> that was it, and then we laughed, and then today we had one. And I put on a, um, like a farmer, fisherman, maybe type straw hat kind of, kind of thing with a little string at the bottom of that, uh, that one that goes underneath your chin. And, and then one of the other people had like a cow hat on with little, uh, udders at the top <laughs> and it was black and white. Uh, one guy that's, um, he had Easter bunny ears on. <laughs> I was going to say he's an older guy, but they're all older than me. And then one of our other uh, people had on uh, Green Bay Packers cheese head. So. so at least you guys are having fun with the whole situation. Yeah, and that's what this flipping episode is going to be about, folks. So buckle up. <laughs> we're going to talk about things we're doing that are trying to be positive. And um, 
And, man, we've sure argued throughout the last few weeks. We've sure, you know, screamed at each other and went to other rooms and, um, you know, all that stuff. And I my- am grateful. I cut you off totally, and I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But I am so grateful we have a big enough house that we can all separate and have some space from each other. Me too. Where we go out and jam with my friends out in the garage, it's insulated and heated, and I got a television out there, so I can go out and watch my Star Trek The Next Generation. I've only got a few episodes left of that very last final season, and I might have to go on to one of the new next ones. But anyways, um, uh, yeah, thank God we have that. So there's another thing too, you know, not, not everybody has that, so we pay gratitude for things like that. Um, but one of the most... Uh, uh, interesting things we did was have uh, another date night. I think we talked about one of those in the last episode, too, that you and I did. But on this one, we went for a cruise, and um, there's always flooding somewhere around in our area. So we cruised all over there and checked that out. Um, and then you had to go potty, so we came back. Yeah, and played cards in the garage. Yep, played cards, um, uh, different it was a Plepius deck from Zane Lamprey and the adventure.com mm-hmm. adventure with a three. Something like that. A V D three. A D V three. Enter.com. Anyways, um, just type adventure jacket and then it'll pop it up. But, um, so that had different games in there. So we played that and found out that was interesting because, one of the games that we could play that was only two people is you throw down a card and then let's say it's a three. You have to say a word that starts with the letter of the card that you threw down. So if it's a three, that's a T. So you think of a T word. You throw down an ace, that's an A. You think of an A word. So um, Catherine was having difficulty coming up with some words and and I was able to fire off a few, and so we played that for a bit. I think you're supposed to drink in between, but we just kind of... Yeah, because that wouldn't have been good for me because I would have lost every round. <laughs> yeah. My brain doesn't fire off that fast, apparently. No, and she's not a big old drinker, so that would have that wouldn't have worked out. No. Just move the mouse around a little. Um, And then, uh, yeah, so we had a few drinks in the garage, and then um, that was a good night. Um. You have been working your buns off the last week, especially. Um, perhaps you'd like to enlighten slash motivate slash inspire all of the current mm-hmm. listeners, no matter where you're at in your life. <laughs> no matter where you're at in your life, you're capable of taking charge and taking that next step. And all you have to do is get off your butt and do it. In fact, get off your ass and do it. Yeah. What did you do? Erilyn uh, uh, gave me the push. Our oldest definitely gave me the push. that We had bought a can of paint. Last May, so just about a year ago, that I had intended to paint the kitchen, and I had not yet done it. So she gave me the push, so I started with the kitchen. Finished the kitchen, ran out of paint with a little bit left, went to the store the next day, decided to buy a five-gallon bucket of the same color, and then uh, finished the kitchen, then started on the living room, conquered the living room, which we have a fairly decent-sized living room. Um, I'm not good at trim work. I'm going to say that up front so anybody that comes and looks at there's paint all over the trim I did tape I'm just that messy um you can ask my business partner Kristen she will tell you I am just that messy of a painter and then I conquered the dining room and then Erilyn did her bedroom by herself she wanted to say that she had did that all by herself 
And then I decided to tackle our back entrance way. My mom gave me the push. She showed up and she goes, oh, you should just fix this because it. we used to have a false ceiling going down the stairs to our back door. When we removed that, we found there was a super cute little storage room with a very old kind of like antique door because we live in an old house um, above the staircase there. And so forever we had had half the old wall that you could see of that funky green from like the 50s. And then we had like the jaggedy of some of the paneling and as well as like the false ceiling um, support beams and some light fixture that was funky like a what kind of light is that the ballast uh, um, one of those fluorescent thank you lights fluorescent and so I removed all of that fixed off the wood trim making it even sanded down I even sheetrocked some by myself and did spackling Again, not good, but never, ever have I ever sheetrocked and spackled, but I conquered it. I got it done all while standing on a very wobbly little ladder above a stairway. So yeah, our house kind of looks like a different house. Now, in between all of these um, these time frames, there was a few times where you thought that you know, you didn't know if you did a good job and mm-hmm. you were a little tough on yourself and let's get real for a minute. Yeah. Judge your pants on the dryer. Go ahead. <laughs> no. Real. Just like I said, I'm not good with the trim. I have paint all over a lot of trim and I have paint on the ceiling in spots where there was not supposed to be paint and my sheet rock and okay, the spackling job is really, really rough. It really is rough. It is not at all. We even had a friend come over and he didn't. And no, I know we're not, that doesn't sound like we're doing very good with social distancing. So no judging. Um, he was six feet apart. <laughs> yeah. And he looked and he didn't uh, verbally laugh, but he made the expression that he was really laughing at the way my, <laughs> my trim work looked that I was doing. Cause I like used some of the, I wish I could explain how that wood is back there. It's not like paneling, like a solid panel. It's almost like floor paneling. Cause you have to like line them up and sync them together. I don't know how to explain it. Anyways, and so I used some of that to try to trim out the door better. We've lived here for 15 years, okay? And there is some goofy-ass things in our house that were done by previous owners. No, I'm sorry if you guys ever listen. So, anyways, so, I mean, yes, he laughed at me because he didn't think it looked the nicest. And I may have gotten a little down on myself throughout the process, but there's something about doing that manual labor, doing it yourself, even if it's not perfect. And now when I look at it, it's like the sense of pride, the sense of relief, as well as it kept my brain busy for that good solid week of all of that. And right now with not being able to work, I needed that. I needed something to occupy me and make me feel like I had a purpose. This chair sure is makes a lot of noise. <laughs> Sorry and these about that. microphones are so good, they pick up everything. Yeah, that's why we need to get some acoustic panels in here. When uh, I was at Weston's house staying there, there was um, some homemade ones there, and I, I'm speculating they work, but I got I'd like to make a couple of those. That's why we should have bought fabric yesterday when. Yeah. Well, maybe we can get some. Anyway, so, um, yeah, what I was trying to get at there with the, the point of all that is that. There was times where she was definitely hard on herself for the, the job that she was doing. And then when it was all over, 
Um, she was able to pay gratitude about how much better everything looked and how um, proud she was of herself for for accomplishing accomplishing all that. So, and I too also am proud of her, and that's why I brought it up. So, to any of you people out there that are, um, you know, I, I don't know. Let's say if you've been quarantined at home for nine and a half days, even if you've been working from home, we know how that goes. Um, I don't think there's anybody that's ninety that's one hundred and ten percent working from home. You know, they probably might give ninety eight point three seven percent of um, working from home, depending on what you do for life. But anyways, um, you uh, you just have to you just got to do it, and then and then know what's going to happen at the end of that. So it's really just it seems cliche, but it's as simple as flipping a switch and. Um, I think baby steps, you know, everything we've been doing over the last year and all these podcasts as we're talking, if you could put together some kind of verbal timeline with psychology or whatever, um, your mindset, you know, you'll see that all these tiny little baby steps make a big difference. I mean, even if you look at somebody who is, for dramatic reasons, who is an alcoholic or a drug addict, you know, and you start start rewind all the way back how many little baby step decisions did it take for them to get to where they were so on a positive note you have to do the same thing it's it's difficult to do and it seems like it's more difficult than just um not doing it because holy crap i just want to sit around sometimes and not do anything because you know sometimes i'm mentally tired so it makes me tired but through exercise which i've slacked off on a lot the last couple of weeks Catherine again has been kicking her butt on yoga and looking smoking smoking hot doing yoga all the time and i've been getting down on myself for not doing as much exercise been trying to go for walks but i'm thinking when the stimulus rolls around i might get myself a a decent bike that doesn't break within two weeks from a big box store retailer sorry about it but anyways i digress um you know, if you've been sitting around for nine days and not working your buns off like you used to, um, grab something that's on your list and just start it right now. Tonight, after you're done listening to this, tomorrow, just start the SOB and get her done. I have this, like, a dream list, right, of things that I want to accomplish around our house. Had this list for a year. And so the fact that I got to tackle and remove, like, ten of them within a week feels amazing. So I started the new list and I started adding new things. Some of them, no, they might not be a thing that I can accomplish on my own. They may not be a thing feasibly due to financials that I can accomplish in a short period of time. But the little things here and there, you know, to take a little bit of my unemployment or take a little bit of my stimulus and go buy another gallon of paint or to go and buy, you know, just random little things like that, that you can do to do home improvements or yard work or plant some flowers or make a little garden. All of that in the end gives you a sense of calming relief while you're working on it. It's there's something about working with your hands that is good for the soul. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, obviously there's so many different perspectives on every single subject on the planet, but, um, you, uh, 
if you're not into working outside and doing stuff, you're not into painting, you know, music, uh, learning that instrument that you've wanted to do, or even if organizing a flipping drawer, just go up to a drawer, rip that sucker open, dump all the crap out on the floor so you have to deal with it, and throw stuff away. I worked on that closet, that storage little closet under our stairs for over two hours the other night. And mainly it was garbage. Yeah, so, um, you know, and it dep- like I'm saying, it depends on the situation because there's people that are very organized and purge all the time and don't do stuff like that. So whatever it is in your life that needs to be purged, you know, you might be really good at organizing and cleaning and maybe your house is always painted differently and remodeled and you're moving furniture around and all this kind of stuff and that's awesome. But there's, you know that there's something that you haven't dealt with in your life. And I'm just saying that you should. You know, maybe it's reading a book. Maybe it's um, now you got more time with your children. You know, do you ever, when you sit down and everybody looks on Facebook on their memories and they go, oh, man, my kids are growing so fast. And <laughs> they used to be so tiny in this picture. And I, I wish that I could just hold them again like a baby. And it's like, well, they're still... Whatever age they are, right this second, you know, if they're still in your house, ours are 12 and 10. And that's something that I struggle with a lot, you know, myself too, is I can see a little picture of them right here where they're a bit younger. And, um, you know, yeah, I have those thoughts and feelings too, but it, it motivates me to maximize my time that I might have more of with the children now. It seems like more time because, you know, I'm still working from home and doing stuff. But, um, you know, they're always around. So if I got to use the restroom, you know, then I'm talking to them for a minute or two. Or if they're working on homework and they can do Scrabble, I'll go out there and talk to them. Or, you know, they might ask me a question or something like that. So whatever the case may be, it's just different. And and I try to make sure I um, um, maximize that time, use it wisely. So uh, we... um, dusted off the old uh, game Monopoly. Maybe a few of you have heard of it. And uh, we played that, and that was fun. I mean, what, what we did, because we I know that game takes a long time, and so uh, what we came up with for an idea was we when it was time to break it down at about 8.30 and start getting ready for bed and all that stuff, uh, we each got, grabbed our own Ziploc bag and threw our first initial on there because they're all different. Throw our first initial on there. I'm sure you can figure out how to um, label label your own <laughs> Ziploc bag. But then we put our money into it and we put our property properties into it and any hotels or whatever you had. Ooh, but before you take your hotels and move your tokens, your game pieces off, I took a picture of the board so we knew who had houses, where they were, where you actually were on the board. Um, the only thing I don't know if I wrote down or remember is whose turn it was, but... We could just re, re-roll. But anyways. It's yours. Okay, cool. So and then we each had our own Ziploc bag, and we threw our property and our cash in there, and then threw it all back into the game so we can just bust that baby out in a couple minutes, and we're good to go. Because it takes, I think, on average, four to six hours to play. And it's this is not a game that we've ever played together because the girls have been too little to play Monopoly. Really, I do think like I think there's now they're getting to an age that it works. I think if they would have been younger, it would have been... Well, yeah, a lot harder. That's just our experience. So, I mean, do whatever. If it's ants in the pants or 
Um, I played Hungry Ant with Gianna at the farm and... Uh, Hungry Hippo. You know, Catherine was talking about cribbage earlier. Her and her dad played cribbage a lot when she was younger. And uh, that's good for math. Uno. We played Uno the other day, too. Make sure that um, you read the word or the the um, <laughs> rules, instructions. If you're not sure what they are, please use this very current piece of technology called Google. You might be able to hear Catherine laughing in the background, but they were all kind of barking about the rules. And the kids were arguing with the adults, and the adults were like, no, we're right, and stuff like that. Careful, that might fall on the floor there. Yeah, my brother and sister had their own set of rules. Apparently, they made up when they were kids. And so they were trying to tell us it was that. And Erilyn was trying to tell us the rules of what how her and her friends play. And I was trying to tell them that they were all wrong. And that's not any of the actual rules to the game. And so it kind of made for an argument before the game got real good. <laughs> yeah, well... Anyway, so, yeah, there's been a lot of different arguments, and everybody's in their house and and pushed and um, crammed in with each other, and not everybody's got ways. But one thing for sure that has helped us um, remember good memories and um, trash stuff and, and whatnot is purging. I think purging is extremely healthy, and I love nothing more than to take a trailer full of crap to a... Uh, to the dump, to your parents' burn bit pit. Um, we're in the Midwest, or to a ch- you know charity place or whatever second secondhand store. Give it as a donation. Uh, but anyways, um, purging feels really good. I mean, sometimes you can reminisce about stuff and you find things as you're purging. Oh, I can keep this. Oh, do you remember this? And you talk about it for a little bit and. Though those are really great, so you know, just go through stuff and purge what you need to. Um, do that remodeling, bust that paint out, scrub that whatever. Scrub those doors because they get dirty. And Jeremy, you kind of don't forget. Like I think I forget about like the door. You get the knobs, but you forget about the door, and then all of a sudden you realize like it does build up. But there's something, I mean, when you purge and when you get rid of or you remake something, and I I remade signs. Like, I flipped over old boards and made new boards so I could make new signs for our house and painted over some other metal signs that we had and made new. There's just something, it gives you a fresh start. And that's what it's all about, is you're taking the something from the old life, paying gratitude to it, and moving forward with a better, new, positive, new life. You know, at one point I, I was messing with an idea of, like, you know, oh, if I ever were to write a book or had some motivational um, process. And I always thought it'd be really interesting to look at your your body as a house. And so, you know, you have your body when it's brand new. Let's say when you're a baby and everything's perfect and, you know, it just looks brand new and great. And then as it gets older, you start to weather and, you know, you see cracks here, wrinkles, you know, whatever you want to call them. I think you're getting the drift here. Because if I do write a book, I don't want you to have it all. <laughs> but, um, you know, then you have your inside of your house. That's the inside of your body. So you have your family place. Maybe you want to call that your heart. You know, you have your, your furnace and maybe that's where you toot. I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, you have your, your brain and that could be where your... I don't know, your appliances are, your TV. Your electrical box. 
Yeah, whatever. So <laughs> what my point is, is just like you give your house a new um, coat of paint, you know, uh, that, that could be as you start to remodel each room, you know, those are different parts of your life. So you go to this room and you have to go room by room. And the first thing you have to do when you paint before anything is you have to tape. So you have to be careful of what, be cognizant of what's in that room. You tape it off the best that you can. You salvage, you save what you need to, then you start to tear down that room. You tear it down and you take everything away from the wall. I guess we don't really need this. Let's clean up behind there, get the nooks and crannies. Oh, we don't need this. We don't need that. Ooh, check this out. Remember this? Ooh, clean this, make it better, paint it, put it all back together. You had to dust out the cobwebs too. So you still have a mixture of the old stuff in there. You got new stuff in there and you've just upgraded it a little bit. So maybe that's exercise. Maybe that's reading a book. Maybe that's taking your kids and your dog for a walk. Maybe that's getting a dog. Um, Catherine didn't want nothing to do with the dog after we put ours down a few years ago. And I pushed and pushed and the kids pushed. And then last September, we pulled the trigger on Labor Day and we got a 10-week-old puppy Tiny, little cadoodle, not really supposed to shed, half poodle. And um, she has got to be the most rock star looking cadoodle poodle in the world. She's looking at me through the window. <laughs> She's got the perfect mixture of, um, not. I don't want to say the, if you didn't like shedding and stuff like that. She's like the rock star version of everything we didn't want. So... She does shed. She mats up. We have to get her matting out. We have to scrub her with the underbrush rake thingy. We got to brush her with a regular brush. We bathe her once a week because her and Riggs get into big old fun fights. And anyways, it's just, and now, I mean, she's, she couldn't be any more perfect probably for our family. She's still a bit annoying because she's a little, she's only about 10 months now or so, but um, you're in love with her. Probably more than anybody. Yeah, and she is the opposite of anything I wanted. I wanted a small little lap dog. So sometimes you don't know, you know, you don't know what you're going to get, especially with a dog, because it could be hyperactive. Oop, check. It could be have long hair that you have to groom consistently, um, even though you want one that didn't shed. Check. It could be one that barks all the time. Check. It could be one that when you give a bath, it looks like it hasn't been bathed in 50 days, 50 years, because it's caked up inside of 55,000 layers of hair. Check. It could just bark in the middle of a podcast. Check. Video chat. Check. I don't know. But she's very precious, and, and we love her. So thanks, Onyx, for all that you do for our family. But. She definitely adds a fun touch to the dynamic around here, and I'm, I'm very grateful we got her. Yeah, so sometimes you just got to bite the bullet and do what you don't want to or compromise with your, your partner, too. There could be a lesson in there, and um, you could have something beautiful. And your mindset could change a little bit, too. You know, this is always about self-growth and how going to therapy and self-growing and, and all that isn't always that there's something wrong with you. It's you're constantly upgrading yourself. You're changing yourself. You're growing and so that could be part of your house slash body. 
you're growing your mind, you're learning different perspectives. I think any time that we can understand each other more and more and understand yourself and be truly empathetic with people, uh, it would it would make the world and, and everything a lot better place too because, I mean, I understand more now about politics and different uh, different sides of politics that I didn't always agree with because I didn't understand. And when you open your mind and your you know, heart up about that kind of stuff, it makes, makes a big difference. So, um, so I don't know. I just, uh, I just think that's kind of a cool concept. That's weird when I mute you, I mute your microphone, the mine comes in a little bit more solo. So maybe we should do that for now. But anyway, so, um, (laughs) like if your house is like a, uh, uh, your body is like a house, you're just kind of doing remodeling projects and stuff like that and trying to, um, I don't know. I you thought know you were just muting me so that I couldn't interrupt you again. <laughs> no, because I, I was like, man, I'm talking so loud. I can almost hear myself come back through on your microphone. And then as soon as I hit the mute, everybody can probably tell the difference between me talking now. And when I unmute it, it's more acoustically echoey. Blah, blah, blah. Those probably words didn't go together. Well, why does your mic have... What are you doing? Whoops, sorry. Muted you. Okay, why does your mic have that extra piece on it that mine doesn't does that make a difference uh no i'm not too sure yeah i think that it uh yeah they generally help oh um but so i'd have to order one for you because i think this came with my original microphone or something like that oh yeah your first set yeah so okay anyways i digress again sorry squirrel (laughs) oh it's good so what I think I'm trying to say that is really important is that you have to take things little by little. You have to constantly continue to pay gratitude for stuff and put your life in perspective. You have to, I'm learning with these kids and us all being home that there's a lot of us in our children. They're really just a product of how they're raised. And if we're frustrated about something that they do, They are old enough to have a personality, but some of that personality has been molded by who we are as people. So that's what you're dealing with. And you need to just take a step back. If you guys are getting heated and you're always around each other over this, just walk away, take a breath, and then teach your kids that too because they don't need to scream and holler and get on the social medias like we see a lot of people doing and uh, screaming and hollering at each other. Journal that instead of posting it publicly, buy yourself a cheap dollar composition notebook or something and journal your feelings, your frustrations, your joys, your gratitudes, everything. Journal it instead of publicize it because in the end you'll feel better versus going back and being like, oh my God, I said that out loud. Everyone got to see that. Okay. So don't do that. And plus like when you journal and then you find your gratitudes as you're writing things, make sure that you're always writing something positive. You can write, today is hard. I had this happen or this happen. But you know what? I had these three joys. These three gratitudes happen today. Do a daily thing and it'll help your mindset to overcome and find joy even through the shit storm that maybe you had today. You're swearing a lot in this one. We did one. You might have said ass too earlier. You said it first. Okay. 
So anyways, um, yeah, and I think you don't always have to put a number on that to, you know, with the gratitude. Um, most of the things that we read about and uh, articles and stuff say, you know, to pay pay gratitude to three things. But, you know, there might be days where you're just feeling so crappy. If all you can say is, well, I sure as hell am glad that I woke up today. Well, then so what? Just let it be that. Just either way, just be positive about what you have. Um, so uh, one thing I find myself doing quite a bit of lately is analyzing. So doing a lot of observing, analyzing people. I, I do that a lot anyways, but you can really, you really can get to know people on social media. You know, what they like, what they comment on, how they comment about it. You can start to learn a lot about people. And um, <laughs> I had to grab a coaster so that she could put her um, beverage down. Um, and it didn't make noise. So anyways, uh, you, um, where was I going with this? Analyzing people. Yeah, analyzing people. You can always find, you know, new, new ways to self-analyze and to break yourself down and especially in a negative situation, one of the best ways you can self-grow is if you had a crappy situation and you're feeling remorse, the reason that you're probably feeling some of that remorse is because, well, you might have did something wrong or not handled something the greatest. So you can go in, go back over and apologize, but for sure at least break that down so you can try to make a teeny little change for the next time. And um, each time that you make a teeny little change, uh, you're continuing to evolve and grow. Yeah. Perfect. So, um, God, there was something. There was something else I was gonna say, but I can't remember. So, should have wrote that down too. But I think it popped to me when we were talking. But um, just uh, you know, these are the times too, and all this stuff's going on where you you can find out a lot about people, and you can find out about you know loyalty and about yourself. Um, about yourself and who, you know, who matters in your life, who reaches out to you, how they communicate to you. Um, even when you go to the grocery store, if you have to, or wherever, you know, you just see, you know, where humanity's at right now. And so if you're feeling down and out, um, just know that uh, there are resources out there and, uh, and you can just Google. Uh, we talked about that in one of the other episodes. So I don't have that information with me now, but just Google the uh, uh, COVID mental illness um, assistance. And there are many programs out there. I know my therapist uh, and I, we just talked about today that uh, um, a lot of the local therapists in our area are getting together to help specifically with this time. You know, a lot of people are losing their jobs and whatever else. And if you're going through all that stuff, I, um, I really do empathize with you because we've been without jobs before and um, had to scrape through on things. And you know, right now um, we feel that financial burden as well. Uh, but sometimes you can call your banks and they'll help you out with maybe deferring loans I've seen out there, or uh, maybe they'll stop the interest, or maybe they'll. Um, if you're a business, maybe they'll give you a loan and you can help with uh, getting inventory or paying employees or um, fixing things or just keeping it running. I don't know. It's just 
there's a, there is a lot of help out there is what I'm trying to say. So just, um, ask, that's the biggest problem that we have is, is asking and, um, uh, pride gets in the way and, uh, that makes it hard for us to communicate in general. So just, um, just ask for help and, uh, you know, you're not the only person. That when they it took a while, we're like, we're all in this together, we're all in this together. And I was like, what the hell does that even mean? We're all in this together. And I'd find this to be mad about and find that to be mad about and try to find hypocrisy in all these uh, different situations. And one, it's unhealthy because I was being a negative Nancy, but on top of it, um, and he had his judgy pants on, apparently. Well, yeah, in some situations, I guess, but you never know what people are going through. That's true. Wayne talked about that on his last on our last episode, I think. And, uh, that you um, you should just ask for help no matter what it is. If you are unsure of something, there's always someone willing to help you out, and there really is. Um, I've joined a whole bunch of different other groups, and some of that purpose was to help spread our podcast to other groups and some of our messages for our Positively Midwest Facebook group. Uh, Facebook has a great feature. I can just go click on share in our own group, and I can share up to 10 different times. And So I'd be doing that, but I'm seeing all these... Um, groups and they interact differently and and then I go and I dig into the group a little and see what people are talking about and I mean there is a group for absolutely anything um, no matter what you're into so just know there's a community of people out there that are willing to do that we appreciate our community of people and uh, you know it's whoa (laughs) when you sorry I hit my head on the microphone (laughs) When you interact with, when you interact with us and you engage us, you know that that lets us know that we're you know we're doing something that you guys enjoy. I know not everyone likes to interact, and maybe they, in that point you feel that it labels you or something. But um, just uh, we just want to help inspire, and uh, we're a couple of regular people that are just uh, talking about what they're going through, and um, hope that we can continue to bring some good interviews and information. So I don't know if you have anything else to go over. I really don't. Um, and then I'm, I'll surprise you with our possible new ending as we wrap up. I'm going to do it as we wrap up like an old-fashioned talk show. So you do your your bye-byes, and then I'll wrap this sucker up. I think, I think that sums up everything. I can't think of anything else. So much love to all of you. Okay, much love to everybody. So um, I'm going to meet you. Okay. I guess I don't have to. I'll just keep this volume right about here, and then we're going to start it out. I'm going to keep it a little lower because I'm not sure. This is our first time trying this intro, this outro, and I think it might be 50-some seconds, so should be close to giving me enough to, to wrap it up and thank everybody for listening and all the things that we're on, right? So here we go. Bear with us. It's the first time, y'all, and you know I don't know. I don't add it. And for... Um, I think I said y'all right. You you say y'all right. You didn't spell and write y'all yeah. right. Who said that? My cousin Thomas. Yeah, Thomas. So y'all. Anyway, so pretend when I said that it was Y apostrophe A L L. Here we go. Ooh, yeah. We got that. So it says we got 27 seconds. So anyways, thank everybody for listening to Positively Midwest. Catherine's over there grooving. Please join us on our Facebook page, Positively Midwest. Join us on our Facebook group page, Positively Midwest. 
And uh, we are on all major platforms. iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud is our host. We are on www.positivelymidwest.com. We care about you. We thank you. Screenshot and tell everybody thank you. And we appreciate you. I didn't quite end that just the way I wanted to, (laughs) but almost. So anyways, we'll get this down, Pat. And uh, uh, make sure that you screenshot and share this and like it and comment and tell everybody that you enjoy it. And uh, we want to keep doing it forever. So thank you.